Hello guys and welcome back to the After School Special. Uh, before we start the show, I just want to give out a couple warnings for you guys. First of all, spoiler alert, we are going to be covering the second episode of Season 6 of Game of Thrones. Um, secondly, I am not using a pop filter, so a lot of my peas might be a little poppy. I for, uh, please forgive me for that. And third of all, for our headphone users out there, I just want to give a little warning. Uh, we might peak a lot during this episode because... Uh, Jon Snow's alive, man! It's happening! I'm joined by my loud friend, Reed. Yeah. Uh, as you, you, I'm sure you guys are familiar. And sorry for your eardrums. Yes, sorry. Um, but dude, he's back. What is hype may never die. I'm so, like, oh, we were so hype last night. Yeah. Um, oh my god, we watched all the episodes together, and we were just... It was crazy. Uh, when... John opened his eyes. I, oh my the, god! The immediate exclamation I made was, "What the f At the top of my lungs. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. I I can confirm. Um, but man, I, you know, I'm gonna take a little credit. I was right here. I from the start, I had full, I had the utmost confidence in my man John Snow. I just thought they weren't gonna take the easy route with it, and they were gonna do something a little more clever. But they did the Melisandre cop-out, which everyone saw uh, coming, I mean, but I, I still okay. had to that's, happen. That's fair, but it has to happen. And we will oh, talk yeah, about absolutely. why it had to happen very soon. But, dude, like... Let's cover the, the rest was, of the episode first. Well, now, I want to I go a little bit more with the Jon right. Snow. So, like, is this the craziest moment in the show so far for you? Or do you think just because everybody well, knew it was going to happen, it, it kind of limited I it? Think, or? I think it's the craziest moment in the show so, so far because... Now that it's separate from the books, literally anything can happen. Yeah. Everyone knew what was going to happen in the show if you had any knowledge of the books or even if you just wanted to go and look it up. But now, since we're running off of a blank slate, you have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, nobody knows. This sets the the precedent for the rest of the TV show. And yeah, I mean, absolutely. Benny, Benioff and Weiss. Oh, right, right, right. Benioff right. and Weiss, they, they collectively took their out. And place them on the table that Jon Snow was lying on. We're like, here, this is what we're going to be like for the rest Live. of the show. Yeah. So, oh, dude, I'm so, oh, that was so amazing. It's crazy. I know I'm going to sound like a fanboy, but that was incredible. And just, like, that's how you do tension on television. Yeah. That that's how you scene do went on for, like, like, five minutes. Yes, five minutes. And at any point during that five minutes, I was half expecting him to open his eyes. And even if he didn't, that was such a tension-filled five minutes. And then... It would have been fine, oh especially because the rest of the episode was so good. Yeah, too. and let's get into that right now. So, we had a lot going on in the rest of this world. Yeah. Uh, we started off in Winterfell, I believe. A little bit up north. A little bit up yes. north. Okay. Um, oh yes, that's right. How do I? How can I forget? We started off with our bran muffin. Yeah. Um, and I was really excited because the first, like, we watch all the episodes on uh, HBO Go um, for that HD. Our, mm -hmm. our university doesn't provide HBO and HD, and we need we need that the need top that high quality, quality high quality resolution. If I'm gonna see some old la lady Melisandre, <laughs> I want to see some high quality old lady Melisandre. Okay, that's very fair. So I was we I think it, was it both we both had this in our top three storylines for the season. Yeah, Brand? well I think Bran's gonna be number one because he's gonna be the bridge, and we haven't seen enough of him yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Every, so, everyone's gonna on it, but. You know, we'll talk about this, I think, later in the episode, but next episode for this coming week, uh, Bran's going to play a huge role. Mm -hmm. But we kind of, I think we have an idea of what his powers are now, and that's something that I was really looking forward to, is finding yeah, that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And now we know he can not only warg, but he can warg through time. Yeah. Which and is kind of crazy to me. I mean, they, there's not a really good explanation of this in the show. Um, so for those of you who are wondering mm-hmm. how he does it. Our in-house expert. Uh, in-house Game of Thrones expert, mm-hmm. Reed Stiller, will fill you in. Um, uh, so the way the trees work, those uh, big weirwood trees. The weirwood trees is that they literally do see everything. And because they're around for so long, they've been able to examine everything that's happened in the world just going on. So correct me if I'm wrong, but the children of the forest yes ha- carved the faces into the trees. Yes, correct. And so that's why they have faces so they can like warg through these faces. Correct. Okay. And so because of that uh Bran can actually see through the trees, okay. through all of history. So basically this would only be useful in the north. Unless In theory, yes, and it's going to be a little convoluted to see how it's going to work next week. Because that is how the power is described in the books. Uh, yes. In the show, it might be totally it different. Could be, yes, okay. And also, I don't know if there was like a tree in the, the little like uh, town center that he warged back to. Yeah. So we can, we'll see. But for now, that's what we believe is that they're warging through the trees. Yeah. So Bran, obviously still paralyzed in, in real life. But I mean, like he has these incredible powers. And I'm so excited to see how he's going to use these. If he's simply going to use them for you know prophesizing or learning stuff from the past or if you know i don't know if we're going to be able to see this this season but in the upcoming seasons if he's going to put these to use in times of war because we know obviously Mm -hmm. there is a war coming bran is one of the only people in this universe that knows the true power of the white walkers Mm -hmm. and the it's really bran and Jon snow and bran Jon snow and um sam yeah because sam has you know done the research he's Mm -hmm. and he's going to become a maester to possibly learn more about the White Walkers, and he could play a big part in future seasons. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, so staying in the north, I believe the next place, I mean, we don't really have to stick we'll, to We'll do it, we'll run order. by location. But yeah, so we had Winterfell, which was probably the second craziest thing oh that my happened God. in this episode. And if Jon oh Snow hadn't God. been, like, you know, brought back from the dead, this would have been by far the craziest thing to happen in this episode. So... Uh, do you do you want to run it th- run it through because yeah absolutely um this part like was so HBO can do anything the f- they want because they don't take no sh- um so we all know the worst bastard ever Ramsey Bolton right <laughs> um he high key committed fratricide and patricide and step matricide (laughs) all in the span of like 30 minutes so we find out that uh roose bolton's wife walda walda gives birth to to a son a a non-bastard son Mm -hmm. and ramsey doesn't like that too much uh ramsey really doesn't like that too much (laughs) because he knows that roose will disavow him as heir and there's this great scene where Bruce is like, I still think you're my firstborn. They hug, and Ramsey immediately stabs him. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was not expecting that. I was expecting some kind of future action. Yeah. You know, in a couple episodes where he, he takes action, I didn't, I had no idea it was going to be this Same sudden. Same with me. Um, and there was that really tense, like five seconds. Talk about like building tension in that like five seconds where he's standing there, 
and then he goes in for the hug and I'm like, okay, what is he doing? And then I would, oh my God. Yeah. It was wild. It was crazy. And then what he does to Walda and his like, I was literally saying brother. for like the whole like scene, I was like, he's not going to do it. Like you can't just kill a baby on TV. Yeah. You cannot kill a baby on TV. And at least and they, they didn't show they it. They didn't but show it. Thank God. But they totally killed a baby on TV. Oh my God. That was insane. It was, yeah, that was like so unbelievably wild to me and just shows like if you didn't think Ramsey was worse than Joffrey at this point. Oh, he's at this he's point. He's 100% worse. worse than Joffrey. At this Maybe point. not. Joffrey didn't kill no babies. <laughs> Maybe not scale wise yet, but like. But if he just, gets yeah. the power that he now yeah. has. And now as, he has the Car Starks, who, if you don't remember, um, the Starks basically killed the. Uh, he, the lead, they killed the. Uh, the Lord of the, the Car Starks, yeah. basically. Um, after they and uh, killed. Um, in the war against the uh, Joffrey's family, the so Lannisters. Names. In the Lannisters, I believe he like went out, killed some Lannisters before, which provoked the Lannisters, yep. and then correct. They had taken the two. Snow, they had taken two Lannisters captive. Yeah. The Starks uh, weren't very happy about that, yeah. and ended up decapitating him. So obviously, the Karstark family's not too happy about that. So now they're one hundred percent with Ramsay. Yes, the Boltons are, and especially I guess Lord Ramsay now Ugh. is starting to acquire more more families in his in his quest um to i guess now go to class castle black seek out sansa and this is setting up bastard bowl 2016 bastard bowl 2016 john snow v ramsey bolton and we all know who's gonna win because ramsey bolton <laughs> no because ramsey yeah. sucks true and i mean you wouldn't resurrect john snow just to have him killed by ramsey and speaking of sansa there was a shorter scene with mm -hmm. her and her squad now that she has. And it turns out that our boy Reek, also known as Theon, uh, Theon Greyjoy, is ditching the crew. Yeah, he's, so this, this... He's a little embarrassed by himself. This was a little surprising, but I will say it is a good... I wouldn't say ploy, but it, this introduces the Greyjoys back into the mix. And you have, yeah. um, you know... We can go right to the other scene in the mm -hmm. Iron Isles where his father is killed by his, his Theon's, or Theon's, Theon's uncle. uncle. So this kind of sets up a new, it's kind of like a you know a new power play. Mm -hmm. And his sister is up for the head of the family. Yep. And, and But as well as with the return yes. of mm -hmm. uh, Euron Greyjoy, yes. who is uh, Balon's brother who killed him. Um for those of you who don't know, Euron in the books is a pirate who ditched the family and um, was rumored to have gone mad on his ship. And uh, when he came back, like more came to from his madness, he was totally changed and everyone thought he was mm -hmm. completely insane. And he just became this crazy pirate who sailed between Essos and Westeros, plundering and the like. Have we seen him before? We have not seen him okay. before. He has been away over raiding ships in Essos, and he's, uh, in the books at least, and definitely in the show, he's rumored to um, kind of have magic possessions and objects that he's looted from other books, hmm. or at least uh, the people of the Iron Isles believe that he does. Okay. I just, there's so many different characters and yeah. D-list, C-list characters that I didn't know if we had seen before, but... Okay, that kind of clears things up. So that should be interesting. I don't, I don't obviously love the, 
uh, Iron Isles plotline right now, but it could develop. Yeah. Um, could be with, with the inclusion of Euron in the books, it got significantly more exciting. But generally, the Iron Isles is not my favorite spot, and they their plotline's not great. Okay, um, we can go to the Lannisters with yeah, Jamie whoa. and Cersei. Mm-hmm. Very interesting development here, and I think this is sneakily the third biggest plot line, even though it didn't involve a death like the Iron Isles did. Mm-hmm. This is really, really important for setting up, I think, the rest of the season and even saying something about the kind of the, the series as a whole. Yeah. And we really see the power of the High Sparrow and basically the entire religious group. I forget what they called, they're called, but uh, it's if they even have a name. Oh, darn, I can't remember. Yeah, it, it's fine. Um, but th- it was a really striking scene at um, Marcella's funeral. Mm-hmm. Very, very sparsely attended, by the way. It was big. <laughs> well, yeah, you think? <laughs> I know. But um, so this that was a really shocking scene for me, just seeing how much power he has. And just, I mean, even Jamie, he was one of the best fighters in the entire world. Can't. I mean, if, well, he's if missing high, a hand. Yes. But he, he but can't even But if the Sparrow wanted him dead, then he could have, Jamie would have been dead. Mm-hmm. So this just really shows the power that the High Sparrow has and really sets the scene for the rest of the season. And something that I think is really interesting that is, I guess, kind of related that I was thinking about during the episode, and I think I mentioned to you, is just how much all of these characters have sinned. I think you mentioned that the seven gods could represent the White Walkers. Yeah, I believe so. There was a line, and I had noticed this before, and it's it's really coming about now that during funeral ceremonies, when they place the stones over the eyes of the deceased, uh, the irises are pla- are painted bright blue, mm-hmm. just like the eyes it's of very walkers. And there was a um, line about that in the episode that, you know, something about their eyes are closed in this world, but they're opening they open the to the next. Yes, which I guess you could say conflicts with that theory, but I think it's very interesting. And for the series as a whole... I mean, obviously, we've we've seen six seasons of all these characters basically sinning, mm-hmm. and you know, there's there's rape, there's murder, there's greed, all everything you can think of is in this show. Yeah, and I was just kind of thinking, could the White Walkers be this kind of cleansing, if you will, that is represented through, I guess, you know, in in zombie apocalypse movies or or virus movies, characters always mention that. It's, you know, the world correcting itself. I was kind of thinking, could the White Walkers be this this final correction that kind of wipes out all the sin in the world? I don't, I mean, I don't even know if I'm asking a question or if it's just a, a crazy theory. Um, yeah. But I think this theory, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised what I'm trying to say, I guess, is I wouldn't be surprised if in the end of the series, it just ends with the White Walkers just killing everybody. I mean... Pretty sure it's not gonna end that way, I, but I it's, it's think, feasible. Yes. It's feasible. I don't think so either. I think we're definitely gonna have some, you know, like Daenerys, Jon Snow, rise up, savagery, but kick some butt. Exactly. Um, do you want to move on to go back to Jon Snow? I mean, well, there was, I want oh. I want to mention real briefly one of my favorite scenes from this episode. Um, right when we rejoin to King's Landing, yes, uh, we see this drunk guy kind of talking game in front of his friends and he's making fun of uh Cersei and Jamie and uh like briefly mentions how there might be an incestuous relationship between the two and everyone's laughing off as kind of a joke and he's like swear I wouldn't lie but they're all very drunk and 
he goes to take a leak out by some alleyway and public urination. Out, out of nowhere, uh, Zombie Mountain comes up dressed in his nice uh, Kingsguard <laughs> armor and doesn't even need to draw his sword. The guy kind of just turns around and goes, what the f***? And the mountain just smashes his head against the wall in one quick stroke. And Lo- it was one of the most brutal, quick, cool gruesome, deaths yeah. I've seen in the show so far. A lot of head smashing in this episode. You had the yeah. giant earlier. The, the giant the up north. That was, that was very insane. cool. That was, that was like crazy. the first five minutes, too. Um, I just propose we move back on to Jon Snow. But yeah. we are missing two very key storylines from this episode. Let's go to my gal, Arya, in Bravos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, her training is, I guess, beginning now. Yep. We have her going back to the House of Black and White. And in the previews for next episode, we see her continue her training. I'm just, I don't know how much we can really say about this, but I'm so excited for the rest of yeah. her storyline. And it's it's the test of Will that really shows how strong she is when he's like, if a girl says her name, she can have a meal. And she's mm-hmm. like, a girl has no name. And he's like, uh, if a girl says her name, I'll let you sleep on her roof. And then he's like, if a girl says her name, I'll give her her eyes back. And she's like, hesitates for like a second. And he's like, a girl has no name. And then he's like, come with me. I really think we should do the rest of the podcast in third person. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, the Bravo storyline involves quite a bit of it. But all, all banter aside, this, oh, I love Arya so much. She's going to be probably the coolest character She's in the gonna show. She's going to be such a bad Very soon. Uh, moving on, you probably your favorite character. Why don't you uh, elaborate with um, the man who drinks and knows things? No. <laughs> I'm not going to. You do it. Are you are you do you, are you just too excited? Yeah. So we have our boy uh or I guess I'd say our our man Tyrion Lannister back in uh Marine. And again, like this episode just chock full of amazing storylines. He's literally just the inc- best. <laughs> See, you're just overcome with emotion over like, there. Like this is like the coolest scene to me. Like yeah. he's just like you know what? There are dragons. I really want a dragon, so I'm going to make friends with the dragons. <laughs> so he goes down, and, and he, he makes sets the, the dragons dra- free, and he's like, if I ever do something that f***ing stupid again, punch me. But you know deep down he's so happy because now he's friends with dragons. <laughs> okay, that was our 8-year-old take. <laughs> um, we'll go to our, maybe our, our 18-year-old take. Um this was a really, really good move by him. And I loved the way he explained it, that Daenerys is freeing these slaves, but she's keeping her dragons in captivity. Yeah. Which is, I, I didn't even think about that before, which is an amazing point. And I mean, that's what Tyrion does. He knows things. Yes. I don't know how he does, Smart but he's boy. a very, very wise man. So I, I mean, obviously, when you have dragons in the equation, you're going to want to see how they're used. Mm-hmm. But... I just I have no idea how they're going to be used the rest of the season. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And you know, he makes a really good point. He's like, the dragons are freaking huge. And did they ever hurt anyone when they were flying around? No. Well, let's let them free then. So he lets them free. <laughs> and uh, I think it's definitely going to work towards his advantage because. Now, if, like, he, he does say dragons are believed to be smarter than mm-hmm. humans. And they, I forget the exact line, but basically they 
they scorch their enemies and they leave their friends alone, basically. Yeah. So they have seen Tyrion set them free. Mm. So now, obviously, they're going to be very well aware that yeah. he is their friend and he can use them to that advantage. Exactly. And I love the the second dragon, like, stretching out its neck. and just He's like, like, please, <laughs> please set free. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Got the rest of the episode out of the way. I think we still have... Is there, is there anything else? Tad bit of Jay Snow. Yes. You know, uh, this is more looking forward to next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how many of you know about Tower of Joy, which what? is... Please elaborate. It, which is going to be going on next episode. This is, like, pretty much the crux of Jon Snow's plot arc here, and he was just brought back to life. So it's got to be really important. Um, there has been a long-term theory circulating around that uh, when the War of the Second Kingdoms broke out, when Rhaegar Targaryen kidnapped um, Lyanna Lyanna Stark, uh, Ned Stark's sister, and brought her to this tower. He brought her to this tower called the Tower of Joy and locked her away. And that's what, like, that was the straw that broke the camel's back and Mm -hmm. And caused the the Starks to join the war. So... Uh, in the Tower of Joy, Ned goes with him and uh, one other person who is, blank on the name, it is the girl who's with Bran's father. Yeah, and I believe he was in one of the earlier seasons somehow. I believe so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, if not, he was mentioned and his son ended up going with Bran. Yes. I believe season four ended up, Die. was killed. Yes. Um, And so... They go to the tower with a bunch of people, encounter Rhaegar Targaryen. They fight. The only two survivors of the fight are Ned Stark and his friend. Or Benjen, Uncle Benjen. No, Benjen didn't go. Okay. He stayed back because yes, that's right. he had to watch over Winterfell. Yes, that's right. Um, the only two survivors are Ned Stark and his friend. And they refuse to tell anyone what happened at the Tower of Joy because all they know is that uh, Rhaegar Targaryen died, Lyanna Stark died, everyone else died. But, but there them. was a and child. And then, when Ned returns from the war, there's a child. Mm-hmm. And they, everyone is believes that it's Ned's bastard son, because that's what he tells them. Yes. The theory circulating is that, while Lyanna Stark was locked away in the tower, Rhaegar got her pregnant. Mm-hmm. In the tower, she gave birth to a baby bastard boy who is Rhaegar Targaryen's son, Ned Stark comes back with Rhaegar Targaryen's son, and that son is Jon Snow. Yes, and that is the R plus uh, L equals J theory that I'm sure you are familiar with. Um, Thank you, Reed, for explaining that. Even I had, like, trouble fully grasping that when I first heard about it. But basically, Bran and his previously mentioned warging abilities through the past... In the previews, we see basically a young Ned Stark, a young Rhaegar Targaryen fighting. Yeah. And we are going to finally, like, the thing that book readers and show watchers have been waiting for is finally, hopefully, going to be revealed. Mm -hmm. And we could find out on Sunday. This Sunday. This this coming Sunday, we find out if that theory is true. Yes. Which is just absolutely insane to me. And that, like, not even kidding, like, is the single biggest plot point in, in the entire in, series. Yes, exactly. 
which is just absolutely bonkers. Yeah. I want to touch on a couple other theories that we had mid-episode that were actually very, like, They're fun, fun to, in the moment. Yes, and then when John actually was resurrected. Not as fun. Yeah. But the one I loved that I was just kind of blown away with when you said it was, so they're going off. I forget who says it, but um, maybe Sir Davos was like, go get the wood. For uh, it was. Um, oh, it was. um, The leader of the wildlings. Yes. Yeah. That guy. Redbeard. Oh, uh, Tormund Giantsbane. Thank you. Yes. Names are a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're a little show. all yeah, over the this place. This show. So. He tells Sir Davos that he's going out to get wood for the funeral pyre. And you just throw out, what if they burn John? And his body doesn't burn. And, and I realized, I realized burn. after, I realized this morning that even with the um, R plus L equals J theory, which is the uh, three heads of the dragon yep. theory, um, there is one piece of evidence which counters it, which is. Very early on in the season in the books, it might even be in the first book, um, when one of the men at the wall dies and comes back to life, John has to burn his body in uh, the head of the Night's Watch at the time's office. Okay. And during that, he burns his hand on a lantern, and it like okay. really messed up his hand. I don't know if you remember that at all. Was that in the show? I believe so. Okay. It was 100% in the books. It was like season one in the show, okay. book one. If it's in the books, or if it's in the show, I should say, then that obviously eliminates it. But if it's in the books, then, I mean, it could, as we've seen with Jon Snow being resurrected, it's, yeah, it's up for grabs. So that was really interesting. I was very intrigued by that theory. Yeah. And would not have been surprised at all if that came true. And then the second one was obviously, it was a lot closer towards Jon's resurrection was you saying that, oh, he's in Ghost. Yeah, um, which I, this, this is what people had speculated yeah. a lot before mm-hmm. the season began is that, that he would be able to warg into ghosts. Yeah, basically, uh, I wouldn't have liked that as much because it'd be kind of weird if you have like a human personality in a, you know, dog, in a wolf, in a <laughs> dire wolf, and then how is that carried out? You know, mm-hmm. so I'm really glad, although it might be a little bit of a cop out. Maybe this I I maybe a cop out this early. Although mm-hmm. again, I wasn't expecting it this early. I thought it was going to be like a. Second half of the season thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad he's back in his, his beautiful, uh, yeah. long-haired uh, human form. Might have a couple stab wounds to go along with Yeah, it, maybe a little bruise from when the tennis racket hit him in the head. Oh, my goodness. Shouts out to Seven Days in Hell. If you haven't seen that, please watch it. Um, if you're watching Game of Thrones, you have HBO somehow, so please watch <laughs> please that. Please watch it. It is hilarious. It's incredible. Um, I That might wrap it up. Do you want to do a little speculation for next week? Yeah, next week we're going to get Bran at the Tower of Joy, which we just talked about. Yes. We're, we're getting Arya more training. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting the reaction to the resurrection of Jon Snow, which I cannot which wait Which is going to be crazy. Also, underrated, like probably the like most underrated guy from last episode was Ser Davos. He's like consistently awesome. Oh, he's amazing. Book. He's one of my favorite characters in both the books and in the show. I think he's like, if you took the... LeBron, he, I think he's the Ray Allen of, he's the Ray of Game Allen. of Thrones. Like, you, you have the big three oh with, like, John, Daenerys. I don't know. You can throw whoever in there. But he is that guy who hits the corner three in game six. And, like, oh, he's such a good – I don't know who the actor is either, but he's really, he's really awesome. talented. He's awesome. And just that – the passion he brought to that scene with Melisandre was mm-hmm. incredible. Also, 
Melisandre, all her haters are gone. Saggy yeah. or not. True. Um, true, true, true. So, ah, dude, this show is so good. I know. Like, that, I love it. That, those five minutes were crazy. Were crazy. Some of the most tension-filled five minutes I have ever seen in television. Absolutely. Right along with, like, Breaking Bad, the last episode, mm-hmm. up there with, oh, so good. So good. And I cannot wait for next week. Yeah. Um, cannot wait. Next week's going to be crazy. So, Arya training. Yep. Um, we may even see Arya get her sight back at the end of next week's episode. It's so entirely possible. Does she get her sight back? Or I was under the impression that she would never get her sight oh, back. Oh, no, no, no. She that. absolutely gets her sight oh, okay. in, in the In the book, she gets okay. her sight back. I was under the impression that she would be like a daredevil, you know, well, in, so enhance that's, senses. That's why she gets her sight back is because part of her training was to, to enhance all of her enhance the okay. rest of her senses. That makes sense. And she also develops the power to warg into cats. Okay. Um, and so when she is able to exhibit that she can, she has full awareness, even while blind, she's granted her sight back because now she can use her sight along with her other heightened senses. Yes. Okay. That makes perfect sense. Um, and then also we have Ramsey up north preparing for the bastard bull. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm um, not as which, interested. Uh, I can't remember the scene from this, but in the teaser, he had a guest who said they had a present oh, for him. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember who the character was, but whoever but it that was. That should be interesting. I believe the something's, guy. Something's going to go down. The guy presenting the gift was uh, one of the car starks, but we don't know what the gift is. So that'll be really interesting. It was, it was one of the heads of the other three major houses in okay. the north. So that'll be really interesting. Uh, well, I cannot wait to talk about next week's episode. This is only going to be about a 30-minute pod, but next week is going to be – it might be two hours. I'm, I'm not it's even It's a doozy. Joking. So we have – we're going to probably have – obviously, we're going to have Avik back. You are not replacing him. I'm sorry. That's fine. For now. For now. You could be a usurper and overthrow <laughs> him at some point, or you could just stab him in the heart like uh, Ramsey traitor. does. But <laughs> Um, but we're gonna have Alex Avik back. You're gonna be here. Mm-hmm. We're probably we're going to see Civil War. Oh, Captain that's Civil I War. am pushing for either midnight Thursday release. or Friday. We could see Keanu. We are all totally big possible. Key and Peele fans. We could see Keanu, so we'll have those two. I'm sure we're gonna get another trailer within that time. Oh my god. We're gonna have that. We're gonna have NBA playoffs. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have another episode of Game of Thrones, and we're gonna have Chain Gourmet at Golden Corral. This is going to be one hell of a chain gourmet if I have to say anything about it. If we survive. If we survive Golden Crow. My stomach might just explode from yeah. the sheer amount of I crappy know. steak I'm going to eat. <laughs> but I am so excited. We might have to break that up into two parts. And that might be our last podcast here at school. Uh, we are done May 16th, I believe. Um, last we'll Wednesday an- is May 16th. Yep. So we'll announce our summer plans. We're not going to stop. It might be biweekly at that point, but we are not going to stop. The after-school special lives on. Uh, what is dead might never die. Very true. You're supposed to repeat. St- I don't worship that religion. <laughs> Screw the Greyjoys. <laughs> what is hype may never die? <laughs> what is hype may never die? Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>